frequency of heaven I want to be Hello and welcome to the Frequency of Heaven podcast. This is Pastor Caleb Plum and we are going to jump right back into part two of where we were last week. Last week, Tim Richards was sharing all the cool things God has done in his life. And this week, we're going to be listening to Judy share some of her testimonies. Let's get into it. So, Judy, what, what, what kind of ways have you seen God move and work in your life that, that are exciting for you? Well, I don't remember a time not knowing that Jesus loved me. That's in awesome. fact, my earliest memory, and sometimes I wonder, do I really remember that? But it's been with <laughs> me all my life. I remember um, my dad fixing me something to eat in the kitchen. And Daddy didn't have a good voice, but he loved to, to hum. A, a, <laughs> but he would sing, Jesus Loves mm, Me, to me. Yeah. And... Um, those were the beginning of some bad times in our family. My mother um, went her way, and my dad got custody of the five kids. And he was a preacher out throughout. Well, this. he he didn't wasn't preaching so much then. He had oh, finished okay. he had finished um, Bible school, and um, was a Sunday school teacher in the little church that we attended. Um, but I don't think at that time he'd okay. done much preaching. Because um, I, I was real small. I was about two, probably, when my mother and father divorced and Daddy got custody of all the kids. However, I don't have a memory of, of me being with my siblings. So they, one by one, made their way back to my mother. Uh-huh who I did not know. I had no memories of my mother um, until I turned 45. That's another story. (laughs) Um, But I always knew that Jesus loved me. Yes. And so Tim and I have talked about this over the past few years, how what a work of grace it is. I I really believe the Lord just gave me such a, a faith. You know, he gives us enough faith to be saved. Yeah. But I think he just poured extra into my heart because I just believed. I just simply believed the Bible was true. Whatever the Bible said, I could believe and hold on to. Amen. And so as I grew older, well, my my dad married um, a woman that they had known each other through the church. Uh, Her husband had died. My dad married her. She had been taking care of us youngest kids uh, while daddy worked. Um, And I don't remember there being any problems until I was about in the third grade, nine years old or 10, something like that. And it just seemed like all of a sudden her mission in life was to hurt me. Wow. Um, And that's hard on on a child. It's your stepmom. My stepmom. stepmom My stepmom. And it just seemed, you know, and I didn't realize till even after Tim and I were married, part of the problem was that as I grew older, the more I looked like my mother, I had some of her traits, which I didn't, I didn't know what they were, but, um, she was just (laughs) really a mean woman to me, um, kept her, kept me under her thumb, 
um, I didn't, I almost felt like I had to ask permission to, to talk. Yeah. To even, you know, I was never encouraged um, about my schoolwork, um, you know, just little things like that. But we were always in church, and I laid hold of the Lord as a uh-huh. little girl. I believed that he loved me. I believed that he died for me. I believed that he was always with me. Yes. And as I grew older, things were harder. I mean, even in the best of families, as a, as a child grows up and they get older, you know, times are hard sometimes emotionally. Yes. And uh, there were many times that I went to bed at night and would just cry. Now, my dad would try to stand up for me, take up for me, but we, he and I both learned that it was worse for me if he did that. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I just learned that Jesus was with me. Yes. He was my friend and um, I could count on him. And so even though life wasn't easy, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to have friends from school come to my house. I couldn't go to their house. So I seen, I, I was alone. I was a lonely little girl. Uh, but he was always with me. And in spite of all of that, I was happy. <laughs> and, and that's talk about metaphysical. Uh-huh. How can you be happy when yeah. everything is against you? It's like he was your source of joy. He was my source of joy. And there's huh. another thing about my childhood. You know, we read the story of David and how God, he and Jonathan, I, I believe God yeah. brought Jonathan to David as a mortal living friend that he could talk to and touch. Yes. Um, And it was important for David to have that relationship in his life. God gave me a Jonathan, and it was my husband's sister, Mary. (laughs) Mary. Yes. We were friends from the time we were little bitty girls, and we had the same kind of fun that any you know, little girls have giggling and laughing and all this. But as we grew up, and I didn't see her maybe once a month at at church fellowship meetings or whatever. But as we grew up and got older, we loved to talk about what we'd been reading in the Bible. Yeah, we loved to talk about um, God and and Jesus. And even, yeah, we giggle, we talk about boys and, <laughs> and all the girly things that you do, but we just had such a fellowship uh, around the Lord. Yeah. And knowing that she was praying for me got me through some really hard times. Yeah. Really Amen. hard times. And uh, we were more than sisters. When I was a little bitty, I thought she had to be my cousin because I loved her so much. <laughs> but... Um, then, believing that I was, one thing that my stepmother always told me is that I was ugly and stupid. Oh, I'm so And sorry, nobody would Judy. ever want to be with me. Wow. Uh, and I believed it. But um, the Lord sees the end from the beginning. Yes. Even though I didn't know what was going to happen in my life, um, I wanted Him to be my portion. I, my yes. desire was to please him. 
And I really thought that I was going to be a spinster missionary. (laughs) I loved to hear missionary stories. I had friends that, you know, grew up on the mission field. They'd come back to visit on furlough or whatever. And so that was what I was going to do. I was going to be a spinster missionary. (laughs) And then God brought me to him. And um, how old were you when you guys met? Uh, well, our families had known each other for a long time. All of as and long as Mary I could was his little sister. Yes, Mary. Two years younger. Yeah. And when you say met, I knew her as a little girl. Yeah. Four years. Playing with your little sister. Four years is a long time. He's he's three and a half years older than so, I am. <laughs> I was I was at our church at a youth meeting from our little group. There was not that many, and uh, she was there. She was 16, mm-hmm. she was 16 and I was 20, and she came around the corner. And uh, she wasn't that little girl anymore, well, now she's I a young was, lady. She is a oh. young lady, oh, and she, she made an impression on me. Yeah. Uh, I thought about her, I was just, you know, that was uh, March, and then in, in uh, June I went to boot camp, and oh, I would think about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a little seed planted. Yeah. And when I got out of the uh, Navy, I, I had a happy home life. I wanted to have a family. And she was my first choice. And hey, didn't need, didn't need and to this, go to the second Not church. every guy gets their first choice. No, that's you know, true. That's sometimes true. we get turned down a few that's times. That's true. The Lord worked it out the, for you. The Lord was in that. This was all, I, I had no clue. I had no idea that he'd been thinking about me. <laughs> I was still set on my mission to be a missionary, Spencer missionary, but he, he uh, um, thought about me and um, when he got out of the Navy, he sent me a letter, mailed me a letter and wanted to, I lived in Oklahoma at the time. When I was uh, a senior in high school, my dad took the pastorate of a small church in Cushing, oh, Oklahoma. Okay. And so we, uh, we're living in Oklahoma. He sent me a letter, and um, I just knew. I knew I was going to marry him. Yeah. And it, okay, so that was probably in July, early July or late June. We had He came down to Oklahoma and Tulsa to see me July the 19th. My, my niece was born on the 19th. He came down to see me, and we, had a, we played miniature golf, and just just hang, hung out together for a, for a while. Went to a zoo. Oh, yeah, we went to the zoo. Anyway, um, it just, okay, so that was July 19th, 1969. August, I think it was like the 26th, he asked me to marry in 1969. So about a month <laughs> after our first date. And then we were married September 13th, 1969. Wow. Well, the thing was, she, you know, this Judy, you know, a little shy thing, and maybe she was joking when in, in uh, she was visiting my sister. She said, well, why don't you come down and see me? So I did. <laughs> and then she came up for... for uh, camp meeting. Camp meeting. And uh, I had a job, but... I didn't go Saturday. The guy you called come, in sick, huh? Uh, Love sick. <laughs> well, actually, I was doing the trash route, and the guy said, uh, 
uh, I said, I'm not going in Saturday. <laughs> so then he called Sunday and he said, well, you know, we need to do this route, come to work. I said, no, I can't. I got there Monday and he fired me. <laughs> Love is worth it but though, right? <laughs> I did not care because I was going to junior college. But anyway, she came down and we call it the magic weekend. Yeah. Oh, we went to camp meeting and I mean, I got blessed. Awesome. Oh, the preaching was awesome. I mean, you know, and, and uh, those days were magical spiritually to me because in the Navy, you know, you can't go to church. I had wow. shifts. You can't go to church every time. And so the Lord blessed me that yeah. weekend. So she went to, I think, no, she, it was before church. And I took her to the bus station and I, she ruined it for me to be alone. I said, you know, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> so I went down the next, you know, I, I got to have her with me. You know, you know yeah, the feeling. Yeah, 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 you you yeah. young people know the feeling. Yeah. And she felt the same way. And so she said yes. And uh, so then we decided, you know, my dad had commitments. He wasn't the preacher. Her dad was at the wedding. But anyway, uh, she said yes. And uh, so then on the 13th, and she got to come up here to be with Mary. And she loved my mom and she liked dad's preaching. Actually, sometimes uh, life is better than your dreams. It's unusual. Yeah. But it, she... It, God, it. it sounds to me, I hear you guys tell the story, but there was hardship. When you're talking about growing up, I was thinking of, it's. I think it's rare, but it's like in 1 Peter 1, it, the Lord talks about being refined in the fire. But you uh -huh. went through that young, but it says that your faith might be found more genuine. <laughs> yes. And that's what was going on with you. But then in this season, it was like, you know, you, you started or you had that date. You said in June, you were you know, engaged and then married. I mean, it's like, bang, 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 bang. But yes. it's like, God, God yes. doesn't need a lot of time. Yeah, you know, when God's in it, he knows his timing's perfect and it may not look like man's mm -hmm. systems or mm -hmm. times. And almost 54 years later, 54 we're still... years later. Now, there were, there were a couple of... I, I, I found great comfort when I was a, a teenager, especially, reading the Bible. Yes. And especially in the Psalms. And... I used to couldn't, you know, why, why, Lord, am I, why is my life so hard? Why can't I be happy and having fun like everybody else? Um, and Psalms twenty-seven, fourteen, wait patiently for the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Wait patiently for the Lord. And again in Psalm thirty-seven, seven, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. And in my heart and mind at that time, reading this verse, yeah, the yeah. wicked man was my stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the Lord always comfort, comforted me through the word. Yes. And that Psalm 118.6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Yes. And when I turned 18, I'd always, in my mind, when I turned 18, I was out of there. Yeah. But I had turned 18, and I'd been praying about it. Um, and one Sunday morning, Daddy gave a sermon, and he took a verse from Jeremiah 3, and I'm going to read before and after. Yeah. 
The Lord, uh, Jeremiah 3, 25 through 30, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. I wasn't a man, but I'm... Yes, you were <laughs> But that is the verse that God used to stay me. Yeah. It wasn't his time for me to get out from under that yoke. Yeah. He sit, sits alone and keeps silence because he hath borne it upon him. My experience, my life story came from him. He was with me through it all. Yeah. Talking about, you know, people talk about um, the storm. There are storms yeah. in, in everybody's life. But the Lord brings us through yes. those storms. Yes. So he yeah. hath he puts his mouth in the dust. If so be there may be hope. I always had hope. <laughs> he gives his cheek to him that smiteth him, and I can't count the times. <laughs> My cheeks got slapped pretty hard. Turn the other cheek, wow. <laughs> he is filled full with reproach. But the Lord gave me that verse. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. So it wasn't God's time for me to leave home at yeah. 18. But there came a time when it was God's time. And um, in Joshua 1, I was reading this. Um, actually, I worked for the Oral Roberts Association in, in uh, Tulsa. Oh, oh yeah. The, the one and a half to two years before Tim and I got married. Um, and each department, you know, we had... We had uh, one day a week, a devotional time. All We all came together. Yeah. And it was my turn, and I'd been praying about what to give. And Joshua 1, 7 and, uh, through 9, Above all, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to observe all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law must not depart from yes. your mouth. Meditate on it day and night mm. so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Yes. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. That was in 1969, <laughs> the early part of the year probably. And so I talked to the Lord about it because he, that ninth verse, do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever yes. you go. I thought, well, I'm going to call my dad because he worked across the street at the university or Roberts University at the custodian. So I called him at work one day and said, daddy, this is what I've been praying about. And I, I want your opinion on it. And I said, I, I really feel like it's time, the Lord has said, it's time that you can leave. And I just need to know how you feel about that. He said, honey, I believe it's right, the right time to go. You go and I'll be praying for you. Yes. I moved in with my stepbrother and his family. Um, and then a few months later, <laughs> Mr. Tim on his white horse came down and rescued me. <laughs> Shining armor. Yeah, yeah. So the first, I would say, from about age two until age 18 or 19, um, 
I was oppressed by the enemy. Yes. You know, but all during that time, I was learning to trust the Lord. Yeah. I was learning things about Him. My relationship with Him was growing stronger and deeper. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, um, and I may not have ever seen what the future would hold for me, you know, that I would ever be truly happy. Yeah. But he he worked that out for me. So from age nine, well, I was 20 when we got together. So from the age 20 and I'm going to be 75, <laughs> it's been a good ride. Amen. <laughs> the Lord is more than made up for any, any yeah. of the hard times. But um, I'm just grateful for his grace, for his mercy, most of all for his faithfulness. Yes. I learned very young that God is faithful. He is faithful. I can count on him no matter what. Amen. And um, my life, my adult life has just been blessed. He really has given me just about every desire of my heart. <laughs> Brother Caleb, I have a verse. Go One for of it. my favorite. What, Judy might have to help me. Hope, Proverbs, hope deferred. Yes. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Yes. I've had, we've all had that happen a few times in our lives, and it's glorious. Yes. You know, that, that worship course... Um, the goodness of God. I'd never heard that before. Mm, mm. Um, earlier, well, later in the, just before I started coming to Stony Point Christian, actually, uh, heard it on the internet. Yeah. And and it just says everything that I felt. <laughs> um, I love you, Lord. Yeah. I can't remember all the words now. Your promise never fails me. Your promise me. <laughs> never fails me. Uh, all my life, I've been held in your hands. Yeah. And uh, That's all good. my life, you have been faithful. All Amen. my life, you have been so, so good. <laughs> and I love him. He's been so good. You guys are awesome. You know, I was um, thinking about a verse in Isaiah 63 this morning that I wasn't thinking about adding it here, but it just seems to fit. Let me read this verse. And it just reminds me of your guys' story in Isaiah 63, 9, it says, in all their affliction, he was afflicted. Mm. And I love that because, you know, when we suffer, he's, we know he's near the brokenhearted, mm. but it's also, you know, it's like when one of your kids is suffering, it affects you. It affects the Lord when we're afflicted. In, in their affliction, the Lord was afflicted. The angel of his presence, and I still don't know, I haven't studied all that out. What does that mean? Is there is there one particular angel who is known as the angel of his presence? But I'm uh, not sure, but it says the angel of his presence saved them. His In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. And I, I just love that, how he's with us in the supernatural, whether it's an actual angel or not, and getting us off the train and getting us into the right place and <laughs> taking care of us when there's enemies around us. But then it says he redeemed. He, he takes a young couple who have different things in their life and he brings them together and he, he 
How long have you been married? You said 50. It'll be 54 years in September. For 54 years, uh-huh. you know. And I know there's been hiccups and, you know, there not not no marriage is perfect, but you guys have weathered the storm. You've grown mm-hmm. deeper it's, in the Lord. You're not, I can tell by being around you, you're not bitter oh, about no. life. No, no. no. Well, Your there's struggles. been some maybe financial, but, you know, the Lord's been in all our life. And for me to get off a crummy job and come home to my family, it was not hard. Yeah. I loved all three of them. (laughs) Amen. Amen. We read this just the other day, and it's in Psalms 92, uh, starting at verse um, 11. My eye also has seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. But... Verse 12, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. Amen. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Amen. I was... uh... Judy and I were reading, and now we're in the Psalms, reading through the Bible. When that came, I just, the way she was all excited, I kind of said, well, let's have a prayer. uh, Praise offering. A praise offering. (laughs) She was the most demonstrative I have ever seen her. You guys have in church in your your dining room? Yeah. Every, Every morning, we read a couple chapters, most mornings. But anyway... We, the Lord blessed us that day. That wow. verse just, I mean, the Holy Spirit lifted her up and she was wow. happy. That is awesome. <laughs> well, you know, you'll be productive um, in is some of the way it said there, even in your old age. I meet couples in their 70s and 80s or, or probably more widows and widowers in their 70s, 80s, sometimes their 90s. And they'll say things that you can tell that um, the enemy tempts them to think mm-hmm. just because they're older, mm-hmm. you know, they may not have as much of uh, an impact. But I want to say something to you too, and I, I know other people will hear this. When young people look at folks in their 70s, 80s, and 90s who are still walking with Jesus, mm-hmm. that's sometimes that's all we need to know is, wow. I know their life wasn't easy, and I know that wasn't easy, but they stuck to the word, they stuck to the church, and and look at them, they're, they're smiling, they're walking through that, sometimes the fiery ordeals of health and different things, but you guys are an encouragement, and um, that that is, a, I'm gonna go study Psalm 92 more. Well, we better wrap this up. It has been awesome to have Tim and Judy on the Frequency of Heaven podcast. I know that every one of you um, listening, that you've been blessed and encouraged because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So let me say a prayer. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Let me say a prayer here. God, we love you. We thank you for the Richards home. We pray a blessing and life and joy and peace and even more ministry, God. Give us divine appointments and words of knowledge that everywhere we go, there's someone who might need a fellowship or encouragement or invited to church. Just keep using us and make us a blessing. And Lord, I pray that encounter with Psalm 92 and have a revival church in their dining room that would 
unlock something and it wouldn't be the only time that that happens. Please bless this home in Jesus' name. Have an awesome week, beloved, and keep getting on the frequency of heaven. God bless you. On the frequency of heaven, I want to be on the frequency of Christ. I want